0: Hi, creative minds, and welcome to the Savvy Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Castaneda, and today my guest is the founder of Sweet Pea and Sky, a blog that celebrates travel, style, foodie adventures, and joy. She is also the founder of Sweet Pea and Sky Playdates, fun-filled free playdates for parents and their kids to alleviate motherhood, isolation, and loneliness because, uh, guys, we all got to admit, those days are hard. Parents who, can, who attend can build lasting relationships And events have snacks, drinks, giveaways, and more. She is also the founder of the LA Mommy Blogger Tribe, where mom bloggers gather together monthly to network. And I'm a part of that tribe too, you guys. I gotta say, it's pretty sweet. Welcome, Naza Hallman.
1: Thank you. Hi, everyone.
0: (sighs) So thank you for coming today. And I have got to say, I love the idea of these play dates because your play dates aren't just like normal park play dates. They are like, but you guys are out there doing fun stuff, like in a ball pit with fruit loops and all these other Mm -hmm. things. So um, tell us about that. Tell us how that uh, started. Like, how did you uh, start putting these together?
1: So basically the first thing I started with was my blog and I, you know, I kind of wanted to um, do something in the mommy community, so I started my blog, and um, I I wanted to reach out to other moms. In my own motherhood story, I you know, in the beginning when I had my um, my first son, I felt really lonely, and I felt like I needed a community of other women around me who are in the same place as me with you know with infants. And I just didn't have that. None of my friends were in the same, you know, kind of part in their life. So I started to create that community for myself. And eventually, um, when I, when I started doing SPS Playdates, I was kind of already out of that loneliness. I had already met a ton of moms and a ton of, you know, kids for my kids to play with. I was all over town all the time and, Everywhere I went, I would run into other women who I just saw that loneliness and that need for community and that need for, for other women to understand them. And, you know, kind of in a way that men just can't, dads just can't understand that our motherhood journeys. Um, so I decided to of my connections that I had made through my blog to kind of bring forward these play dates, but not just like you said, just a park play date, I wanted there to be activities for the kids and for the moms. And I wanted something that would encourage them to talk to each other and communicate and build those lasting friendships. Um, So our very first play date, it was kind of a a test run and I didn't know at all what I was doing, but I contacted vendors all around. um, I contacted, um, we here in, in the Valley, there's a local um, kids book author And we kind of just ran into each other and started talking. I said, hey, why don't you do a story time at this big play date I'm doing? And it was a park play date, but we turned it into kind of like a little tiny vendor fair. So we had him. We had a tea party. We had um, somebody that did um, Tinker Garden, which, you know, they, they play with like mud and dirt. And it was so much fun. And the moms really loved it. So I decided, okay, I can do this. Maybe every couple of months, gather some vendors, gather some goodies for them and just have a blast. And, um, over the course of the next year, I just kept seeing, you know, different parents would come, even dad would come. Um, but what I started to notice was that these moms were building friendships and that, you know, they would now come to the play dates together with their kids. And it was just, it was rewarding to see. It was also really nice for me because I started building more friendships um, through it all. And so currently we're going bigger and we're doing things like, you know, we are going to that play date, which was at Funbox in Thousand Oaks, um, where, you know, the they love to have us because they're really getting some exposure. And we love to be there because <laughs> the kids are having fun. Moms are having fun. So that's how it started. And that's, you know, where it's heading.
0: And I love that you were you were finding you were listening to women and just noticing how lonely and isolated they they were feeling. So, have you seen um, transformations in these women? Like, have they become more outgoing? Their kids maybe behaved a little bit better. Um, all sorts of things. Have you have you been able? To- absolutely,
1: absolutely. It's you know it's funny because when you when you're not a mom, you don't see these things and you don't recognize them. And to me, it was like instant. I instantly recognized that loneliness in those moms because I had it, you know, and I had gone through it and went past it. And, um, the other thing I really wanted to, to share with the women around me was you don't have to be stuck at home just because you have a little tiny baby life does not end. And so through the play dates, I also wanted to show them, get out there, you know, meet other moms and they have, they've blossomed. And I absolutely see a difference in them because they're, they're out there They're You know, a lot of the women now will send me messages and say, Hey, let's do a play date here. Can you set it up? So it's, it's wonderful. It's everybody's happier for it. So I love it. Well,
0: I love that. What I love about your blog is that you talk about adventures. And you just said it Mm -hmm. said your life doesn't stop because you had a baby and I'm big on adventuring, but my kids are older. So it's just solo adventures. They don't want to adventure with me anymore, but tell me, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but I wish that I had that playful energy enough and just uh, listened to everybody else and just said, I'm going to do my own adventure um, Mm -hmm. younger. And I love so much that you're encouraging moms to do that. So tell us about how this adventuring mommy adventures came around. (laughs)
1: Um, it came around because, um, before kids, my husband and I, we loved anything new. So if there was a restaurant that was maybe a little bit different, we wanted to go there. If there was, you know, we'd go on hikes, we'd go on, we would travel, we'd go on road trips. We, we went to Some of the oddest places, just because they were fun and new, you know, we, what did we do? One time we went to the Salton Sea. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's just past Palm Springs and it's basically a stinky pit of salt water where all the fish keep dying. And so the sand isn't really sand, it's just fish bones. And we had to see it. We had to go and see it for ourselves. And so we took a road trip and did that. And you know, we've done sound baths that we laugh through the entire time. And so we were always exploring and adventuring. And when I had Princeton, my oldest, I, I kind of shut down because I, my, my instinct was take care of the baby, take care of the baby 24 seven. That's all I'm thinking. And I realized I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't, you know, I'd put him down and be like, okay. I I literally would sometimes have a like a momentary lapse where I would put him down and be like, "Okay, do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to go to the market?" My husband's looking at me like, "You realize the baby's at home. He can't leave." And um, that got to be depressing for me. It got to be sad because I my life as I knew it at the moment ended. Luckily, that only lasted two weeks because my husband said, well, let's get his, he bought annual passes to the zoo that I've never been to prior to that. And I thought he said, you know, at least it'll get us out of the house. You can take the baby. It's, it's good for everyone. And that was the first step. We, we packed up our baby. We went to the zoo. And I said, wait a minute, I can do this. I can leave the house with the kid. <laughs> so um, what I want to say is about that and how it started is step by step, we would take little little trips here and there. Um, when they're infants, they sleep most of the time, so you can really count on them being quiet and just feeding them. So we would go to museums. We would go to the zoo. We basically got our life back. And it was just a little tweaked. It was just a little different. Like maybe we didn't go out at night and go, you know, partying, but instead we would go see, you know, a kid's play or something or take our kid out. And so we still explored. We still did what we love to do just in a little bit more child-friendly way.
0: Well, I I think people, um, when, like you said, you thought you had to be in the house, but babies actually really like to be outdoors. They really, especially like we're here in California and it's just like, why not take your baby outdoors? And they get used to sound and they get used to noise and all those things. So it's actually really beneficial. They love car trips. (laughs) They fall asleep in the car. So the road trips are brilliant. (laughs) Great ways to, to do that. Yeah. So, um, what do you think your kids get out of these adventures?
1: Oh my gosh, they love it. (laughs) <laughs> Let me take it. I'll I'll take it back to my childhood. My mom always took me to kids theaters and, you know, puppet theaters and any kind of culture she could instill in me, she would. And I just remember looking forward to those things and, you know, watching, sitting through an entire ballet and loving it. And I think what that does for kids is, is I mean, they can sit still for longer periods of time, which helps any mom out, right? Um,
0: my kids,
1: yeah. My kids, they, it started with my older son. And so now I'm starting to see my two year old is, he's just so excited now. Anytime I say, well, I think we're going to do something this afternoon after school. Oh my God, they're so excited. Where are we going to go? What are we going to see? They can't wait to to explore and touch and feel and see and hear what new things, you know, mommy's going to take them to. And it's funny because I'm not that good at playing. I'm, I can't sit down and like pull up their dolls and have a, you know, play out like a, a whole big game with them. But my husband can. And he can sit on the floor with them with their toys and their houses and their, you know, cars and whatever it is. And they for hours can play. And so my kids now know mommy takes us to the fun places. Papa (laughs) can sit and play with us. So they get really excited. They get the best of both worlds with the two of us. Um, But I just love the excitement that I'm even seeing in my little one now to know that, Hey, mommy's starting up the car. We're going somewhere.
0: So somewhere that's a surprise. I love that you're creating curiosity in them. You know, because that's the the, I feel like that's such a root of intelligence. You know, it's um, questions and wanting, you know, dive into things and not being afraid of new things. I love that.
1: Yeah, and the questions are plenty. Where are we going, mommy? What's going to be there, mommy? What are we?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sit down, relax, guys. You'll see.
1: You'll see. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What is that, mommy? Why is it like that? Honestly, when your kids get older, you'll miss those questions because I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's nice because you see so much of that—that uh, that wonder will not go away. Um, yeah. As, as I get older, the more you build it now, which is exactly what you're doing, and I—I I just love that. I feel like you know, kids can easily be—you know—we just can sit them in front of the TV, or we can just let them give them have their phones. But you know, you're just still awakening so much wonder, them. and I just—I love that.
1: Yeah. I I do too. I, I just it's fun to see. It's fun fun to watch them. It's fun to watch them explore. So I I like passing that on to them.
0: Yeah, and they have their kid wisdom too. <laughs>
1: oh, believe me, they do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> things yeah, their kids only things things that kids can say.
1: Sometimes they stop, you know, stop me in my tracks. <laughs>
0: So I, um, I want to talk more about your blog because your blog, um, you know, you it's, it's niche and it's not like it's for moms, but it's about travel, lifestyle, style, everything. Um, yeah, it fits so well, you know, and a lot of bloggers, you know, I'm, you know, when I was starting my blog too, I always kept thinking, what am I going to write about? What can I write about? What can I write several articles? About? So tell us how you came up with, uh, with what, with your blog and the concept and everything.
1: I also had a pretty hard time in the beginning and, you know, I'm not, I've, I've never blogged. I'd never done anything like that. And, um, the way I started is I, I pretty much, um, I used to watch the YouTube videos the channels with the kids on, even the family. Uh-huh. I don't want my family on video 24 seven and, um, and I can't edit. So <laughs> I scrapped that and I thought I could write, I could do that. Let's see if I'm good at that. And I, I knew I wanted to be, in the mommy community somehow. Um, and so when I started, basically, I laid out my blog, and made it look the way I wanted to look, and then I sat there for three months just looking at it because I had no idea what to write about. And my first few blogs were just so generic and so empty. You know, they were just... They didn't come from the heart. I didn't want to delve too deep. But eventually, as we did things and as we explored, I realized, you know my my thing is i like to talk about the things that we talk that the things that we do whether it's my husband and i or my kids and i or just me and sometimes it's you know my my random thoughts so it just it just kind of started to flow but also in the beginning or be, even before i started the blog i would always post pictures of our my kids and my adventures and my my friends would constantly like on facebook which is Write me and say, well, where was this, and how, what did you think about it, and would you go again? And so I thought I could incorporate that. I could incorporate the things that we do and give tips, and you know, and it, it flows easy for me, and it's natural, and I like talking about that. So I think if anybody's going to start a blog, write something that's natural to you and something you enjoy talking about, because then people will enjoy reading it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why it's so successful because it just feels that way too. like a blog should always feel like you're talking or conversational in some way. And I think that's why it works so well. And that whole concept worked really well. Um, Now I notice you are um, balancing your creative freedom, but also you you know, you have a marketing background and I, I really Mm -hmm. do this so well in your blog because it's like you're advertising, but it's so subtle you know, feel like it, but I, I definitely love how you're doing this because it's also, this is the entrepreneurial side of you, right? Um, so it is,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> balance, like, yeah, you, you, you have advertising, but you also have this creative balance and uh, freedom and it's, it's, it, it's so smooth. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, so tell us how you, how you balance that.
1: Do you think so? Thank you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's um, really not easy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's why I figure if it's, if it looks simple, right?
1: <laughs> not, yeah, not at all. And I, I sometimes, you know, I, I was just, and here's why I love also my mommy blogger. I feel like I'm putting out too much advertisement and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm not, it's not authentic anymore. And I had that moment where I just thought, I really have to scrap all of this and start over because I, like I had to stop taking on so much and really take a step back and figure out how to balance it better to where. And, and also a, a huge part of that is I won't opportunities unless I really like the product. I'm not just going to take something and say it's great. And, and because I know that my followers listen. So I'm not going to recommend something that I don't believe in. Um, and so it's, it's a tough balance, but I think. And I hope that I'm starting to get it quite right, just right.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's more important to be a mom. I mean, it's more important to be a trusted mom blogger. And, you know, like you said, taking on products you don't like, cause you're dealing with people's children, you know, like yeah,
1: you absolutely.
0: products, you know, so you don't want any kind of liability there, but I, um, I definitely like what you said about how you struggled in the beginning and uh, about, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So um, tell us, Tell us more how, how someone who is want cause people, you know, are constantly wanting to be like an influencer in some way. And I don't, think, um, you know, it's hard work, right? I sell sex, but yeah, I can imagine it's hard work. Yeah. Um, so definitely tell us about, tell us more about, um, how you've been able to, um, know, like your worth as far as like what to, what to charge and all these other things that you've learned in this process.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of just in the beginning would throw out a number and hope and pray that it passed. (laughs) And, you know, in the beginning, when you're first starting to get your first couple of paid, um, you know, influencer spots, you don't know. And I, I remember, I would always say when you don't know your worth, you always say, well, here's my price, but I can always negotiate. And I can, you know, um, and you kind of give that leeway, leeway to your advertisers. Not that I still don't do that, but I do know my worth and I do know, okay, and with the amount of um, unique monthly visits to my site that I have, I can kind of plug into a formula and say, right now I can charge safely about this much per post or per blog or per video or story or whatever it is that they're looking for and, and put together packages. And if they're not interested, I'm okay with that. I'm not... I'm not going to say, you know, okay, I'll cut it in half. So, but you know, in the beginning, you don't, you don't know your worth and it's, it takes practice. It's not something that you're just going to know. And there's really, I can't say that there's a formula out there for you to use. It's just, you you start to feel and know it. Yeah. So uh, for me, a lot of my blogging and a lot of everything that I do with the blog, it's it just is experience, and it's just, I can feel it out. At this point,
0: I love that you say that you can feel it out because I feel like that's what you got to listen to. Not only, I mean, your mom instincts are like super powerful, right? Like you always yeah. trust your mom instincts. Um, but I think um, your that rolls into business, creativity, everything. Um, so absolutely, just, yeah. Was there ever a time where um, you didn't follow this intuition and something happened, or <laughs> or maybe? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There have been times where you know I I would quote too high and try to stand my ground, and I you know I'd lost out on a great opportunity. Um, there have also been times where I didn't do enough research, and what I thought I was doing a great job, it wasn't, and it turned out to be a debacle where I'd have to go back and reshoot things and redo them and redo them until you know it, it wasn't the time wasn't worth the money anymore. But I I was stuck having to do it because you you. You sign a contract, you promise to deliver, and so you have to deliver. So there have been a few debacles like that where, um, I really learned from them. Um, like you said, I, I come from a background of marketing and I've, I've been on the agency side. I've never been on the media side. So now they're purchasing media for me, basically. And, and on the agency side, it's easy to purchase media and to, you know, to let them know what you want and what you're looking for, and you either approve it or deny it, make them back and bring it to you. But I've never been that person doing, you know, the the actual creative. So it's different because now I know both sides, and it's it's interesting, and I've learned a lot. <laughs>
0: Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, because when, I know when I when I switched to entrepreneurship then um, I had to start um, doing these things on my own. Like, I feel like having too much of a background was a little bit too, was,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, how perfect pictures have got to be. And you realize like, wait, in companies, there's whole teams doing this and I'm doing this by myself, Yes, you know, and I'm exactly. Yeah. So that was a really hard mind shift I know for me to make. Um,
1: it was like what that one, that the this big one that I, it was this huge account and they just wanted this campaign and, Um, it wasn't coming out right. It just, you know, whatever I would shoot either. And it was with my kids. So the problem with being a mom and shooting your kids is your kids can basically look at you and be like, no, I am no longer doing this mom. Leave me alone. I'm going to go eat snacks and watch TV or, you know, play. And what are you going to do? You're not going to torture your kids. So, um, I, I, in that, And my one biggest debacle I learned, one, I learned my kids' breaking points and how far I could, you know, it's, it starts out fun. And so it should always be fun for the kids. And so I learned that is don't, don't get in the kids' way. Have fun. Do look at everything that the company sends you. So for instance, if they don't want Disney characters on your kid's shirt, Make sure there's no Disney characters on your kid's shirt. It's not going to fly. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, just, just look at the details of what they send you. Make those mental notes and it should go easier. But yeah, I had, I had a really hard time with that one campaign and I learned so much from it. So much. So I, you know, um, just like you said you're not a company you don't have a team you don't have you know somebody's not going to catch it it has to be you so it, it's a it's a lot it's a lot and it's a lot when you're when your models are your own children
0: <laughs> yeah and, and that's why i think like it's probably good that i my kids are older now because even mm-hmm. one talent show and i was the worst stage mom and i thought oh my God, <laughs> I'm, this is why my kids are like performers i just my behavior was coming out and I just thought, Oh man, I, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can imagine like you, um, like you said, you got to make it fun and, um, you want to make sure that this is, the fun will radiate from their faces. Right. You know, like exactly. And then the photos are better and everything's better. It's exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, as far as your, um, what about leaning on your tribe? Like, do they help you? Do you guys help each other with, um, business side, the creative side, because I'm sure you guys inspire each other with all your different Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And it, it has been so the tribe, I think I put it together basically in May of this year. So it's very new. But in the that short period of time it was about six months, um a lot of the moms and the the bloggers have gotten so close and have shared so much information. We've done collaborations. We've, you know, it's, it is exactly what I wanted it to be because everybody supports everybody. There's no competition. There's no, you know, if one mom wants to know, Hey, how did you land, you know, the target campaign? Oh, go here, contact so-and-so you know nobody hides anything and everybody really tries to help each other and i absolutely love it we had a um we had a brunch at chin chin in studio city a hosted brunch chin chin hosted us and the i got more out of those 2 hours with with the mommy bloggers than i have in my entire career as a blogger because everybody knows little tidbits and there's no there's nothing there are no rules or guidelines to blogging you're not going to go online and find you know all the information that you need but everybody has learned through their own journey blogging journey you know once you hit 1500 <laughs> likes on a post you can charge this much oh did you hear there's an agency here they're looking for this and so it's been wonderful in in that sense that we all support each other it's also been great and the the sense that, um, vendors have started contacting me for, Hey, in your blogger tribe, do you have pregnant moms or moms of newborns? We have a campaign. And so I'm able to, I, you know, I'm, I'm not in that stage, but I'm able to pass this along to, to my pregnant mommies, to my, you know, um, mommies of newborns. And so it's really beneficial to everyone. And I'm just, I feel like this is, the best thing I've ever done. I'm really happy with it. And I I love the camaraderie and it's just wonderful. I love it.
0: <laughs> and I have to know, like I'm, I'm in a leadership position myself and I have to know how in the world did you create and maintain such a positive environment? Like, is there a secret or is it work? I mean, what, how in the world are you, are you doing, doing this? Cause it's, it, I, I am part of the tribe and it is yeah. a positive place. I love it that you guys are Helpful and everything to each other. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of the more positive groups I've ever been in. So, what's your secret? <laughs> this kind of positive tribe.
1: I think my secret is it's it's what I really wanted, and I in the beginning would offer up my own information, whatever I knew. If somebody had a question, here's how I did it, and and there was a little bit of shock in the beginning, like oh. <laughs> You sure you want to share that? You're like, you know what? I do. This is what I did. This is what did you do? Yeah. Yeah. And so it kind of, you, you, you set the, you set the tone and everybody follows. And luckily the group of women that we have in our tribe, everybody, and I don't know how I got that lucky with this group, but everybody that joined is just. So willing to help each other out, and it's wonderful. So, yeah, and every you know, we collaborate. We collaborate within the tribe, so that's also been wonderful too. You know, I met you through Rosie. Now, now look at us. Now we're doing this interview. Now we're now you're in the tribe, and it's just, I just love it. I love it. I, I feel like there's so much negativity out there that you know, why not help each other? So and it's it's still part of that community building. It, it kind of you know, same thing as the SPS play dates. Same thing here with mommy bloggers. You know, we need each other. So nobody understands a mom like a mom. Nobody understands a blogger like a blogger. Nobody, you know. So it's good to have community.
0: Yeah, and I I really admire for the way you put it together because it's really hard to keep maintain and just grow community. I don't think people would. Really- mm-hmm how difficult it really is. But, um, I love that what you, for one thing, being transparent, setting the tone and everybody follows love that love, you know, and I think it's cause this was also like your grand vision and yeah, a life. And um, yeah. for anyone who doesn't, be, you know, believe out there that your visions can uh, come to life, you know, it's just, it's just uh, finding the right people and searching. And-
1: yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's taking the little steps, you know, yeah.
0: so So, as we close up here what advice would you give um the young moms and creative entrepreneurs out there um as far as you know success and what it means
1: um i for the young moms i would just say live your life don't don't feel like your life has to end because you have a baby you can adjust it a little bit to include your child um but do what you love. Don't stop because that, that will be the end of you. So do what you love. Live your best life. Um, tweak it. Adjust it. But do what you love. Find a community because we we all need each other. And like I said before, your husband maybe the best dad, best husband, but he's not going to understand exactly what you're going through. He's not going to know you know, your sad moments and your breakdowns and, and, but another woman will and another mom will. And I feel, I feel that's the the same with, um, entrepreneurial community. No one's going to know your struggles like another entrepreneur, especially, you know, like targeted. So we're mommy bloggers. We come on the same level as we're moms, we're bloggers, we're entrepreneurs. And so so much of it is the same, you know, we're like-minded and can help each other. Um, and as far as I know, you and I had had the conversation about when, when is it time to leave your corporate job and start your own thing? You don't have to do it all at once. I didn't. I, I started taking little steps, little steps until I felt comfortable enough to say, okay, I've done enough here to where, I can cut down my hours at work and take more hours at home. Okay, I can now completely leave work. It, it can be a step-by-step thing. You don't have to just make the drastic move and turn your life upside down. So that's my advice. Little steps, community, <laughs> and go out and do what you love doing.
0: Oh, I love that advice because it's, it's, it's really the only way to be able to do what you love. Small steps. Mm-hmm. You can't do it alone. Um, yeah. Fun. It's no so fun to do it. You <laughs> can do it alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right, Creative Minds, thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like to know more about NASA and Sweet Pea and Sky, you can check out sweetpeansky.com. I will leave a link in the description below. And you can follow her on Instagram as sweetpeansky, uh, Sweet Pea and Sky, as Sweet he there's some periods in there uh I'll link, <laughs> link below link below and the <laughs> mommy blogger tribe uh, you can also follow her on instagram la mommy blogger tribe so uh with that creative minds thank you for joining us and i will see you in the next episode